0: Hello and welcome to the Nature Jobs podcast. I'm Julie Gould. This week, we're celebrating women in science at Nature Jobs. And here on this podcast series, I'll be speaking to five inspirational women who've all studied science, technology, engineering or math subjects and have gone on to do some incredible things, from understanding the key processes of diabetes to designing the top of the tallest skyscraper in London, the Shard. And I know that a lot of people are putting an incredible effort to helping younger women in STEM subjects realise their potential and to remove the barriers that some of them might face. So with that in mind, I really hope that these interviews will inspire them and bring a smile to their faces and show them that if you put your mind to it and follow your passions, anything is achievable. In this first interview, I've got the pleasure of speaking to Frances Ashcroft, Professor of Physiology and Fellow of Trinity College at University of Oxford. She's got an infectious attitude to life and science that I'm sure you'll hear in her voice. She's been an academic for many years now. So the first thing I wanted to know was what sparked that curiosity, that fire, that need for her to ask questions about the world?
1: I think I've always been interested in science because I've always been curious about the way that the world works. I grew up in a tiny village in Dorset and I was just fascinated by the natural world, by the flowers and the birds and all the things that I saw around me and I just asked lots of questions about them. And I started out as a naturalist, I suppose, and then I gravitated towards asking questions which could be answered perhaps a little bit more explicitly.
0: So that's how you then went on to study physiology and genetics?
1: So I did biology at school, and then I was lucky enough to get a place at Cambridge to read natural sciences. And I chose that because you didn't have to decide between different scientific subjects. And I ended up doing zoology. But most of it was physiology of animals. And so I then became a physiologist. And I simply loved being at Cambridge because it was one of those places where it's OK to ask questions. And questions is what I've always been interested in. How, how do things work? And the marvellous thing about being at Cambridge was people were able to answer those questions or provoke more. Did you ever
0: feel that you were potentially outnumbered as a woman in science whilst at Cambridge University?
1: Oh, yes. There were, there were many more men than women when I was there because I was there at the time when there were only three women's colleges that it was possible to go to. So we were completely outnumbered. But as you can imagine, that made for an extremely good social life. <laughs> so you had a lot of fun as well as doing some hard work. Yes, we had a lot of fun.
0: Let's talk about your achievements in science. So in 1984, I believe you came across
1: a rather interesting discovery. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? I was lucky enough to get a position at Oxford, which was an independent position and allowed me to set up my own lab. So then I had the opportunity to decide what it was that I wanted to do. And I specifically decided that I wanted to do something that was different to what I'd been doing before, so that I wouldn't be seen as a clone of the person that I'd worked with before, so I decided what cells to work on, and I I just picked the pancreatic beta cells because they had interesting electrophysiology and because they had a disease associated with them, so it might be possible to get funding, and also because there were other people working in different areas on the same topic, so that there'd be people to collaborate with. And it was incredibly scary to change everything all at once. But looking back on it, it was one of the best things that I could have done. So what I did was I set out to try to understand why it was that a rise in your blood sugar causes the release of insulin. And quite a lot of that pathway was already known. But there was one little bit which wasn't known, which was why the beta cell depolarizes, why why the membrane potential becomes less negative when the blood sugar concentration rises and i discovered that that was due to the closing of a potassium channel what was it like to make that discovery oh it was absolutely amazing you know discovery is such an exciting thing it's one of those things where the whole world suddenly stands out (laughs) in a bright light and you feel incredibly excited and you can't go to sleep And once you've had that sort of excitement, science is never going to let you go
0: because you always want it again. And this is what inspires
1: and drives you to carry on in science? I think it's curiosity, actually, that drives me. It's wanting to know how the world works, you know, wanting to know the answer to all these different questions, just puzzling things out. It's not so much the rewards of discovery. Because although that's incredibly exciting, it happens so rarely that you find something totally new, that that couldn't possibly sustain you. As a woman in science,
0: did you ever hit any barriers or hurdles, or is that something that's never really bothered you?
1: You know, I've never thought of myself really as a woman scientist. I've always thought of myself as a woman, and I very much enjoy being female, and as a scientist. And... I'm both of those things, but I'm a scientist first and foremost. That's what I am. In all these years
0: during your scientific career, what have you learnt?
1: Somebody once said, a ship in a harbour is safe, but that's not what ships are for. And I think that's the same about science. It's important to have the courage to try something new. So if you're setting up a lab, I think that's the first thing to try. Another thing I think is you want to think carefully about what you want to work on and try and establish your own independent, individual line of research so that it's thought of as being your area. And I'm in the fortunate position of loving what I do. I get up in the morning and and I want to go to the lab and go to work. It doesn't seem like work to me. Just wonderful. (laughs) I think science is a fantastic thing to do because to be the person who sees something new for the very first time is a unique experience that would be my advice to anyone starting out find what you're passionate about and stick with it whether it's science or hedge laying it's so important life is short so you should do something you really love
0: and i couldn't agree more thank you very much So many thanks to Frances Ashcroft for agreeing to speak to me and to share her inspirational stories with us. If you want to know more about Nature Jobs, please do go to our blog on blogs.nature.com forward slash Nature Jobs or follow us on Twitter at Nature Jobs or you can even go to Facebook. Tomorrow I'll be back with another inspirational interview from another inspirational woman in science. Thanks for listening. I'm Julie Gould.